0: Today's topic, what I want to talk with you about is one that we probably all are trying to figure out um, as we transition into a a new year. What are priorities going to be? So I'm going to share with you three priorities of a top agent. This doesn't matter whether you are focused on buyers or you're focused on sellers. If you're doing five deals a year, if you're doing 500 deals a year, this is going to be appropriate for the priorities that a top agent, we're not going to define what a top agent is. That's for you to define. And the reality is if you're listening to this and you are trying to grow your business and find ways that you can be more efficient and effective, then you're a top agent. The production is only one person's opinion. So everyone can be a top agent and these are going to be the priorities that going into a new year that you want to set for yourself or my recommendation that you set for yourself. First off is number one, you must understand your local market and the dynamics that are happening there and know your numbers. The headlines that we typically read are going to be national or maybe they're regional or your state and things like that. And they're good, but they're good for headlines. And when you're talking um, business to consumer, B2C, then usually the negative stuff is what sells and that's what creates clicks. But you are looking at what's the real data. And it's important that you know what's happening local because there's always a local market. In fact, even within markets, there's like a hyper local market where sometimes in you know, different product types in different neighborhoods, they're performing a little bit different than the overall market. And you know this because you've seen it within your individual areas. So it's really, really important that you begin to be an expert in terms of What the what's happening in the local market and what your data says. Okay, data is important because it helps us as agents go from uncertainty in what's happening in a market to certainty. It gives us actual real numbers, and a lot of the data that we look at and that we're um, you know that we're studying every day is going to be um, looking backwards. You know, It's actually already passed, so it's telling us what's happened. But there's a lot of things within the data that you can analyze and you can look at. It's going to give you some insight into what's happening ahead of time. And when you know those numbers, then it takes away that the uncertainty in you happening to know what's going on in the market, but it also takes away the uncertainty in your conversations. Because when a buyer or seller says the market's going up, the market's going down, then you're kind of like, well, I agree or I disagree. And that's where if you actually have real numbers and you understand what's going on, you can have a conversation about that. And say, oh, I'm curious, you know, what makes you say that? And then you can dive a little bit deeper. And actually their neighborhood might be different than the overall market. But you wouldn't know that. You just have to take a stance if you didn't have actual data behind it. So that's the first critical piece about that. Also, data gives you a heads up on what's going to happen. I'll give you one piece. That is a forward looking um, uh, metric and gives us some insight into what's coming up. And that would be something like pending listings. If you see pendings are going down, uh, meaning properties that are under contract are going down, then it's going to result in somewhere in the future fewer closings. So if you've got somebody that's saying, oh, you know, it has the market hasn't really been affected yet. You know, I don't see it. I still see, see homes all over the neighborhood that are selling and closing. So they make the assumption that means the market is whatever they think it is. And we know the pendings are going down. Well, when we know the pendings are going down consistently month to month to month, then there's only one way that the sales or the closings can go down in a couple of months. And that means they have to follow suit. It's a forward-looking metric. So again, there are things that you can look at that are going to give you some insight into what's going to happen. That makes a that makes a big difference in the conversation. The last thing, put both of those together. So you kind of know what's already happened. You know what metrics are out there that are telling you what could happen. What's that do for your confidence in your conversations? Data in understanding what's happening in with the data in your market gives you a huge boost of confidence in the conversations because you are actually looking at factual stuff. And so many of the opinions that are out there or so many of the conversations that are out there with our clients, buyers and sellers, they're just based off of emotions. They're based off of what somebody feels and that's okay. They can have those emotions. They can feel any way that they want, but we as the agent have to be the professional and the professional doesn't make decisions based off emotions most of the time. The professional makes the decisions based off of fact and the facts for our business are the data, okay? That's step number one, priority. Priority number two, become a better communicator. Become a better communicator in the conversations that you're having. If you think about our business, there's there's a finite number of conversations, meaning there's like a fixed amount of conversations as a professional real estate agent that you're gonna have over your career. Now, they change a little bit, of course, Markets change, pricing conversations change, all of that has a little bit of, you know, a little bit of variance from one market to the next. But over a period of years, eventually you're like, I've heard all of these conversations before. I've heard about why I don't want to sell. I've heard about why I want to wait. It's about interest rates are too high, interest rates are too low. All of those things, over a period of time, you've had them all. So your goal should be to learn them as quickly as possible, increase your skills as a communicator because the better you are as a communicator, the easier it is for you to convert. And the way that we're converting is the conversations that we really need to get good at, we're able to do that sooner. And that over a period of time compounds to a lot more deals, a lot more transactions. So a couple of conversations that, you want to focus on becoming a better communicator at, or one would be the conversation around what's holding people back. If you think about, I would imagine if you ask most agents, like if there's one thing you could change about the consumer in any market, what would it be? And I think most people would say, I wish they'd just make their decision quicker. Buyers go out and look at a bunch of properties, but then they like some of them and they don't put an offer in. Sellers say they want to sell, but they've got to wait for this. Like we're always, we're always wishing that people made their decisions sooner, okay? Because as agents, selfishly, then we're able to um, spend less time following up with them. But buyers and sellers have got their process that they've got to go through. So if we can become a better communicator and find out what's holding people back, then we're going to be able to actually help them get what they want sooner. For some of them, it might be buying sooner. For some of them, it might be making the decision, I'm not buying sooner. Either way, they get what they want quicker, which allows us to move on to our next clients quicker. Like it's a win for everybody. So figure out the conversation of what's holding people back. The second one is, how do you dig deeper in your conversations to find motivation for your buyers and sellers? There's not a buyer or a seller out there that typically is going to make their move and, f- and finish their transaction without a level of motivation. It's just too big of a transaction. They just don't like, all right, today I'm going to sell my house. Well, they don't just do that unless they're motivated. And a lot of what keeps them from moving forward is us not knowing what that motivation is or being able to help them with some choices between, okay, if you were going to Purchase this home, then it would allow you to satisfy this motivation. And wouldn't that be great versus doing whatever you're doing now? We give them choices. But when we don't have an idea of what their motivation is, they just say, well, we're looking to buy a a home in the neighborhood and we don't know how to dig deeper and get into that motivation and find out how can we frame this so it makes sense to them to go ahead and move forward if that's what they want to do then we're at a loss like we're just they keep kicking the can down the road and we keep walking with them okay so understand how to dig deeper to find motivation critical piece of the communication also question for for you to ask yourself right now is where do you need to ask better questions where in the conversation from hello you're in brand new lead through we're writing an offer in all those different conversations that you have with the buyer or from hello to now we're listing your property and getting it under contract. Where do you need to increase your skills and ask better questions? Questions are going to be the key to your ability to communicate more effectively. Because when we ask questions, it gives us a chance to listen. Also gives the client a chance to be heard. And then there's a great relationship there also allows us to understand what their motivation is. And now we can formulate some options for them, give them choices that are going to put them in a position to to be able to get what they want and get what they want sooner. The last one is, again, a question for to to ask yourself, is listening a priority for you or do you tell people too much? Like I, I know, and this happens a lot of times with very skilled agents that know a lot but maybe haven't worked on their communication skills and so it's like they get they get very frustrated because they know a lot about the market they know all the scenarios that somebody probably should be doing they know the neighborhoods that a buyer really is probably a good fit for they know the price that a seller should probably sell the property at but instead of listening and asking questions and having the client figure this stuff out on their own, they just tell them, they're just telling them all this stuff. Well, I think you should do this and this, and and here's the best neighborhood and all these things where they're telling somebody something and it's all good information, but in a sales conversation, then the best thing that we can do is allow that client or that prospect to self-discover. So we need to ask questions, help them come up with the answers that we know are going to lead them down the path of what's the, decision that, or the right decision for them to make. And that requires us to listen. Okay. So when we ask a question, they give us a response. We listen to the response and their response helps us formulate the next question. Where are you leaving the listening part out and just telling people what they should do? That can be a huge breakthrough in your business. And the last under the three priorities of a top agent is talking to more people. Um, If you know your numbers right now in just about any market, it's taking more conversations to do the same amount of deals that we did over the last 24 months. I don't know that there's very many markets out there. There's probably a handful, very few markets out there right now where that's not the case. So we know it's going to take more conversations to do the same amount of transactions as we did before because people are taking longer to make decisions. It's taking longer to um, sometimes for people to find the properties that they're looking for. Sellers are reluctant sometimes to take market offers because they see an offer that came in beforehand and they're like, my neighbor's home sold to this. So it's taken them longer to realize that maybe the market's not where they thought it was anymore. All this stuff's taking more time. So what do we need to do to counteract it? We've got to talk to more people. Okay, nothing increases conversion totals quicker or to a higher level than more conversations. Okay, nothing increases your conversion totals. I'm not saying percentages, I know the more people you talk to, your ratios may go down a little bit, but the number one way to do more transactions is to talk to more people in every market. Right now, it's required. Probably going to be required for the next 12 months to do the same amount of transactions as long as you are increasing the amount of people that you talk to and couple that with increasing your skill set in the conversations and the communication and knowing your market, you can actually counteract and grow in the upcoming year. Okay, so those three things that we talked about, if you can understand the market, um, your data in it and have the confidence that's created by that increase your communication skills it's going to help with conversion and talk to more people you're going to be in a position to make the next year one of the best ever for you in a market where a lot of people are going to be struggling to do what they did the previous year so take these three priorities and put them into your business And again, thank you so much for uh, allowing us to be a great resource for you here in the real estate world. If there's topics that you'd like us to cover in the upcoming year, Greg, and I would love to hear from you. Also love your reviews. Good, bad, helps us understand what you guys are wanting to hear more of. And uh, we look forward to talking with you soon again. Thanks so much.